It is a very good afternoon. It's Niall Boylan. <clears throat> Pardon me. Excuse me. With you for the next hour and a half or so. Yes, I did say hour and a half, didn't I? <laughs> what i got to explain to you is that instead of just doing one podcast, we're doing two every day. So we have two topics for you today. The first topic, of course, will be about 45 minutes. The second one, in and around the same time. So if you want to get involved in both, you can. We're going to be talking about should you be aware for example, that there's a sex offender living in your area. And also, by the way, we have an interesting message from somebody basically saying, now, see all those racists that come on your show on a regular basis. They're all hypocrites because the Irish are always going to other countries and nobody gives uh, out about them. And they're welcomed in every country because this is an article in RTE yesterday in relation to 26,000 people from Ireland in the last year who have moved to Australia. Now, many more have moved to America and Canada and all other countries, which probably makes up more than the amount of Ukrainians that actually live in Ireland. And people are saying, well, you know, why are we giving out about Ukrainians and why are we giving out about asylum seekers when we move all over the world as well? We'll get around to that a little bit later on. But first on the show today, what I want to talk to you about is paedophiles. Well, not necessarily paedophiles. Let me just read this out for you. Hi, Niall. I live in a housing estate and I have three young kids. A man moved in recently around the corner from our cul-de-sac and one of the neighbours told me that he was a pedo. That's a bit vague, isn't it? The man seems married or at least has a partner and a kid. I went to the local Garda station and asked them to confirm the story. I heard and told uh, them that I, I heard about what I had heard about and was concerned. And the answer I got was they don't give out information like that. Um, they said, oh, uh, like that. And if he has served his time, uh, he'll be watched by Angarda Sheikana and he'll be on the register of sex offenders. But they wouldn't give me any specific information. Not happy with that reply, I went looking online, found out his name, and it seems that he did get a suspended sentence for possession of child porn. I'm so angry that the guards wouldn't tell me. I now have to watch my kids around this weirdo every single day and other neighbours are oblivious to what he did. My wife said I need to just let it go, but I wasn't having any of that, so I've now printed out a newsletter and I want to deliver it to every house in the area with his picture and his name and address. But my wife says that this is crazy and that he has a wife and kids or maybe a partner and kids and it wouldn't be fair on them and maybe he's learned his lesson. But surely the guardie uh, should be doing this and telling people like they do in America and other countries around the world. Why is it up to me to inform the neighbours and the lo- people in the locality? My wife is not happy with me now and insists I should just move on and not deliver the leaflets. And that's as far as his email goes. Now, I suppose what he's talking about is in other countries like America, they have a thing called Megan's Law. And with Megan's Law, you can literally download an app And on the app, it tells you the location, literally door to door, where a sex offender would live. Now, when you say a sex offender, that could be anybody, by the way, who pinches a girl's bottom and gets time for it, or gets a suspended sentence for it, uh, or does something inappropriate to somebody who's downloaded child porn, or indeed raped a 12-year-old. So, it's a kind of vast array of what sexual offences are. But realistically, do you believe you have the right to know that? In England, they have Sarah's Law. Now, Sarah's Law is very different to Megan's Law because it's not, a, it's not public. But if you do have a concern about somebody in your area and you have a, a relevant concern, i.e. they may be working in a sports club with children or they may be working in a school or they may be, you know, have access to children and they are or they have a form for that. In other words, they have served time for a sexual offence against children the police will make an application and if they believe it's relevant, they will tell you. That's called Sarah's Law. In Ireland, we have no such law because of GDPR in this country. 
if a sex offender, unless it's of public knowledge, i.e. was printed in a local newspaper about a sex of sexual offence, but many times it's not because the victim, for example, might want anonymity, which means that they won't identify the person who sexually offend or sexually abused them or assaulted them. Um, you will never know about it. And at any one time, there are thousands of sex offenders in Ireland who are living in your locality. Thousands of them. Because they all get out of jail at some point, don't they? And people on a regular basis go to jail or get suspended sentences for sexual offences in this country. But they will be on a register of sex offenders for 10 years, which means that Garda Connor will be keeping an eye on them. And they do have to sign into the local Garda station once a week or tell the Garda Connor if they're moving, for example, if they're on the register of sex offenders. But do you believe you should be entitled to know? So in other words, if a paedophile or somebody who rapes somebody or a sex offender moves into your street, do you believe the local community should be informed by Angarda Shikana? Or is that too much information? After all, they've served their time. And this man clearly in the email, according to this guy, has a partner and kid. And what he was charged with and got a suspended sentence for was viewing child pornography. So do you believe you should be entitled to know if he lives near you? Let us know what you think. Should you be entitled to know if a paedophile or a sex offender is living in your area? The number, as usual, is 85 55 You can text or WhatsApp us right now, 85 55 Let's go to John. John, hi, how are you? I'm not so bad yourself. Good, John. I mean, look, it's an interesting one because on the one hand, yes, you feel you should know, but on the other hand, if you do find out and he starts delivering these leaflets to everyone in the neighbourhood, before you know it, they'd be like the villagers of Frankenstein outside his house with burning torches. Yeah, um, well, I suppose if you see there when the, the list of tax defaulters there uh, is made public and it's in the front of some newspapers, should we not at the other end of the scale then know if there's a sex offender, like you I mean, which to me is a lot more serious than naming tax defaulters in public, should the people there are not know? No, uh, what you, you prefaced it first by saying there, like, you know, people may be involved in this, this, you can end up in the sex offenders list now. If you had a, gr- a drunken group at a party or something and the, the, the person brought to the attention of the gathering, you could end up on the sex offenders list and then you could be pointed out if someone said, oh, your man was up there in court, uh, he's a sex offender. But it could be something minute like that compared to something really serious and then you could get that person victimised and ostracised from society, but as it gets serious uh, 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 culprits moving into areas, I think the people uh, that have young kids in the area, like I think they should be made aware of it. I mean, the argument is, you mentioned tax defaulters. I've often discussed tax defaulters on the radio show as well, and this idea of naming and shaming people. I mean, the tax defaulter, for example, gets a fine. Uh, they get a punishment. In other words, they have to pay a fine. They also get penalties mm-hmm. from the revenue commissioner. So they're already being punished. You know, I never agreed with the idea of naming and shaming people for things like that. The same way as one could argue that if somebody had committed a crime of a sexual offence in sexual nature, i.e. downloading child pornography, they'd get, you know, I don't know, a 12 months suspended sentence. It's generally suspended sentences they get for some reason anyway. Um, or they, they could get six months in jail or whatever it is. And they've served their time or they've already got their punishment because of the very nature of the fact that they get a suspended sentence, they could be named in the local newspaper, they might have lost their job. So they, they get punished anyway. So by, by the guardy then informing everybody in the neighbourhood, they'll never be able to move on with their lives. And, well, should they be allowed to move on with their lives is the quite real question. But they'll never well, be allowed yeah, to move but... on with their lives and they have to live somewhere. 
Well, this is it. But the host of all the evening, I mean, the tax uh, offenders will be cast the revenue and instill fear on people that it will be made public. And obviously, that will encourage more people to be tax compliant in the first place rather than being in the, up in the front of the cock examiner or the Irish examiner, whatever they call it now. Mm. Um, but um, look, there is far against it. I know some people say the danger is, you see, if people in the area then maybe. You know, they might move the picket or something, whatever, or they might just throw a leaflet, say this person's going to do indoors. But you could also go a step further then, like, and what could happen, which I would be afraid of, that um, you have to look at both sides of it. You might get people from the outside the area then getting to know it, and then turn up, like, at the wrong house. They can put a petrol bomb through the wrong window and burn out a family or something. They had nothing to do with this person, you know? Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I, I understand, but we've seen in the past, like the, the, the classic story in the United Kingdom once was that um, a guy who was a pediatrician got his house burnt down. That's right, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, just because obviously these uh, these vigilantes couldn't spell properly and didn't know what a pediatrician yeah, well, was. That's what you did, they live, they live a, a, a brain for their head. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, realistically, is it, I mean, okay, look, we all hate pedophiles, we all hate sex offenders, of course we do, right? But is the answer, you know, to go up and, you know, threaten to burn his house down unless he leaves, meaning that he is a he, he may maybe a she, because we've seen a massive increase in the amount of women that are committing sexual offences against children. So in saying that, is is the answer really to be threatening somebody to leave? Because this guy has a wife or a partner, certainly, and ch- and a child. Now, Well, I, I, I can see how people, if it became common knowledge in the, the neighbourhood and people that have young kids, they were made aware that there was a male or female uh, sex offender in the area. I can see how they would gather maybe or say that house maybe on an IT basis or whatever. I could see how that person maybe might be intimidated into leaving because it's up to the people in the area. It's their it's their children, it's their, their area, their their neighbourhood, so they're entitled to to mount whatever protest they, they can. Um should it happen? Well, it was an ideal world, as you say, a person does their time. I mean, should they not be allowed, maybe just be, come to the attention of the guard, you'd be constantly monitored, right? But yes, not be known. But then again, the other side of the coin is like, what about the, the other residents then that have children? I mean, they don't No, Actually, when, when what's his name, that, that little uh, lad was killed down in Middleton, that time there, um, by way, I don't know who they are, Robert Holohan. When they were trawling, they came out in the, the, the local paper. There was actually, I think it was a 36 registered sex offenders living in the greater Middleton Klein area that nobody knew about, but they, it came out when they were doing the investigation of that young lad's death. But John, so, John so you're, you're more or less the same age as me. Well, a little bit younger than me, right, I think. But I, you no, know, I'm older than you, unfortunately. Oh, okay, all right. We're in and around anyway, the same age. I mean, realistically, in the last 50 to 60 years, you know, how many sex offenders, how many people have gone to court for sexual offences of children or indeed raped women or whatever it happened to be, right? I mean, they're all out of jail now. They're all living somewhere. So there's thousands, well, yeah, yeah. There's thousands well, of that, people that, in this country. And by the way, the Register of Sex Offenders is not around that long. It's only around for the last 20 years. So yeah, even yeah, before but, that, there's thousands of sex offenders well, living in our areas. There is, like, that, that's what jumped out with me that time when they were investigating that young lad's death. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they, were, they didn't realise to the neighbour until they found out who really done it. But the thing is, I mean, it was going around like welfare that and that there was some kind of a predator around and everyone was watching. But are we entitled to know? Do you, do you believe there should be, like in America, should it be a public list? You know what I mean? In America, you can find out really easy with Megan's Law. Should, are we, should I be able to nip down to the local guard station and say, OK, can you just give me a list of all the registered sex offenders in my area, please? 
and where they Oh, definitely. Like, but definitely it would old shadow of a doubt. But will it happen? No. Okay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Morris. Morris, hi, how are you? Niall, how are you? I'm just reading the paper there in the last couple of days. Uh, Jamie Bolger's anniversary. Oh, a little gosh, boy yeah. in uh, yeah. Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 40 years ago, Niall. 40 years ago. Yeah. Well, Horrendous. Wh- wh- which one of them? Is it Robert Thompson or the other lad is a, is a uh, registered sex that offender is, uh, now? Exactly. And one of them was caught with porn when That's he got right, released yeah. and he's back in prison, you know? Yeah. So they don't, leopards don't change their spots, Niall. And he was a young boy when he did that murder. Eight 13, or 10. 13. Look at him yeah. then, you know? Yeah. And I think people that do that to children, rape them, violate them, bugger them, harass them sexually, mentally. And like you said, it's been around a long time and a lot of people are out. But the more they got away with it, the viler it got. Raping babies, raping young children, making videos, putting it up online. It's a cesspit of vulgarity. And every time a child is abused, that that child's soul is executed. And the people that do it, in my opinion, are not human beings. They're monsters, and, and I, and I wouldn't disagree. With, I wouldn't disagree with a word that you've just said. But, Thanks. but, but, Thanks. In, okay. But in saying that, okay, yeah. sexual, you know, being committed or charged with a sexual offence or a crime that yeah. would have you on the register of sex offenders doesn't necessarily mean you've been involved in child porn. Doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that you've been involved in anything like that. It could be something yeah. on, a, on a minor level. I'm not saying that, I mean, look, all crimes of a sexual nature, of course, are apparent, yeah. but it could be something on, a, on the lower level. And, and yet everybody just puts it all into the same category. If somebody said, oh, your man down the road, yeah, he was in, yeah, he was in jail for a sexual offence. You know, the mind wanders. So, in other words, yeah. are, are you entitled to know of everybody who's on the register of sex offenders living in your area? In my opinion, anybody that goes in, in front of the court of the land of this law and is found guilty of a sexual act, violating a child, raping a woman, raping a man, anybody that does it. Look at Larry Morphy. He got through the net. The most vilest sex attacker ever. He's still alive. He's still breathing oxygen. He got caught and he was never put on the register. He's living out among us. A fucking beast of a man. Excuse me, language. An absolute yeah. monster. And do you know what the, do you know what the sentence is? His victims having to live with the PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm. Horrific. That's a sentence of for life, Niall. You could never do enough to the likes of Larry Murphy and his cohorts. So I think every community in Ireland, regardless of the severity of the offence, you need to protect the community from monsters. Because only monsters do what these people do to children. Yeah, I, sorry, I, I don't disagree with you. Hang on, John. I don't disagree with you, Morris. But here's the problem that we have. As I said yeah. to John already, there's thousands of sex offenders, yeah. thousands of them, because they go to yeah. jail and they get out at some point or they just get a suspended sentence, right? Um, okay. And realistically, they have to live somewhere. Now, I know it's not my backyard. I know that's what people are going to say. But if, yeah. if the guard, say, gave out a public list similar to the United States, like Megan's Law. If there was a public list yeah. available of every person who'd committed a crime of a sexual nature, and that can vary anything from slapping a woman on the bottom or having non-consensual sex, which essentially is rape, or it could be yeah. uh, paedophilia, or it could be looking at child porn images, or it could be any of those sexual yeah. offences, which are all on different categories and different levels, right? And, and yeah. different levels of danger, of course, for the general public. I mean, realistically, there's thousands. So they're all, they're, you can be guaranteed everybody listening today, within a mile of them, there's a sex offender. Oh, you understand that. So if, we were, if we were to have it. those lists, people would be outside yeah. their houses with burning torches tomorrow. 
I don't think yeah. so because we're normal people. We live in a society that's normal. They don't live. They they abuse and cause mayhem in their community because of their sexual deviation. But you did say there was one guy you spoke about at the start before you spoke to John and you said, oh, he, he committed an offence and he's married and he has a kid. Is she aware of what he'd done in the past? Probably. Well, she but must she be. Well, she must be. She would be. Danger. Yeah, because a matter of public record. I'll give you an example. Three and a half thousand <laughs> crimes of a sexual offence in 2022. Three and a half thousand. Yeah. Right? So that's and just in one what year. What about the ones that got away? What about the ones Absolutely. that were never reported? Absolutely. But, yeah. but, but, but they're the ones that were, you know, ended up in court or had a charge against them in 2022, yeah. right? Three and a half okay. thousand. So if you take it that that's every single year, there are thousands of sex offenders. Now, some of those would be, you know, repeat offenders, obviously. Um, and they say yeah. that most are repeat offenders. So, but thousands of them living, you know, in our communities. So no. what I'm saying is, I'm not against the idea because I, I am appalled by them just like you and John and everybody else. And, you know, yeah. I couldn't care less what happens to them realistically, particularly if they're pedos, by the way. But in, exactly. but in saying that, you know, they have to live somewhere. We have a justice system that gives them time in jail as punishment. And when they get out, you know, that's why she has a blindfold on her face, just was meant to be blind. When, when they get yeah. out, they're supposed to have a clean slate again until the time that they commit another offence. So in other words, and, they uh, have to live somewhere. And, and the society is trying to deal with them, Niall, through one reason. When the sex register thing was invented, you know, the list was brought up. And I know somebody that's gone on it for the rest of their life because of something they done 35, 40 years ago. Depends on the severity. They could be, most of them are only on it for 10 years. Yeah. But this guy got it for life. Yeah. Anyway, I'll, tell, I'll talk to you about that another time. And um, the thing is, everybody seems to forget about the victim. Can you imagine being a victim of a pedophile or a sex offender who violated you and you're walking down the road and there he is coming towards you? Well, see, the justice, you okay, but the justice system is limited. So the, the victim will never be pleased, unfortunately, and will never get justice well, because the drill. justice system is limited. Drill. And I'll give you an example. People give out about Judge Martin Nolan on a regular basis because unfortunately he yeah. ends up having to deal with a lot of these people, right? That's not his fault yeah. as a judge, right? That he ends up having okay. to deal with these people. And, but he is limited. There's a limit to what sentence he can give. Like if he starts giving, you know, uh, somebody who downloads images of child porn, which we all believe should be in jail for the rest of their lives, but that's not the way the law works. There's a limit to what, yeah. sort of what sort of sentence he can give. And if he puts one in jail, he has to put them all in jail. The jails will be full tomorrow. So there's a limit. And I know people give out about him on a regular basis because of, you know, the cases that come before him in relation to child. There was only one there recently, actually. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. somebody who had got many, many thousand images of children or whatever it was, right? That's right. Suspended sentence. Suspended sentence. Yeah, and that upsets yeah. people. I no, it does. It horrifies people. But there's a no, limit. Right. But there's a limit to what judges can do because they're limited by five thousand spaces in jail, and they have to work out who is more dangerous in society. Is the guy downloading images of child porn dangerous? Of course he is, because there are victims. The victims of those poor children in other countries, usually probably in Asian countries, who are being abused and used to make these videos, and they're the real victims exactly. of the crime, right? Or is he more dangerous than the guy who might walk into a post office with a hammer in his hand? So they, the judges have a, you know, a choice to work out who is more dangerous and who deserves to be behind bars and is safer behind bars than they are out in the community. So that's what they have to figure out. And I know yeah. that's, that's not an easy call from our point, our point of view, looking from the outside in. It's always easy to say, oh, she just locked them all up. But unfortunately, we don't have the space to lock them all up. I think nice. what we should do is the judge, okay, he has to go by the law and be fair in the eyes of the law. Now, I know the judge you're talking about is an ex-guard who mm. walked his way up to be a judge, correct? And he's getting criticised because there was one case he was involved in and he came very heavily down on a man that was fiddling tax 
and then we see what's going on in RTE. You see yeah. the injustice. No, so no, 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 no. I know, and there are injustices, and, I, and you are right. That yeah. was the man who went for five years in jail. Now that was appealed, by the way, and that sentence VAT, was great. You know, when he yeah. Got out. yeah, he fit in VAT, right? Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, all I'm saying is there was only uh, an item of money involved there. He didn't destroy anybody's lives. But what I'd say to you is anybody to me that's caught with child porn is as bad as the person that's doing it to the child because they're taking it and they're running with it. They are as okay. culpable as the person who is physically abusing the child. Lock them up and let the communities know where they're living. Okay, yeah. do you do you believe this guy who sent in the email, he has a newsletter printed out, his wife said just to leave it. Do you think he should go out and, and to distribute the newsletter to every household in the area? Well, it's on his shoulders if he's going to do that, but I'll tell you one thing. The guards are going by the letter of the law. Under GDPR, they don't have to give out the information. But a law should be passed that if a sex offender is moved to an area, like I know communities in America, and you like America a lot, they have communities where they put the most vile sex offenders even in a community, and they're all housed together. And if you step out of line, it's straight back into prison. Yeah, and, and they also have areas, by the way, you know, there are communities where there are no sex offenders. Where they're not allowed yeah. to move them into the area. Okay, stay there for a second, John Morris, if you can. I've got to take a quick break, and I'm going to come to Nula straight after the break. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. And all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast. The Niall Boylan Podcast. Nula, hi, how are you? I'm good now. I'm good. I'm good. You've heard what Morris said, you know, and, and John, both disgusted by the very idea that there might be a paedophile living in your area or whatever. But do you believe this guy should distribute these leaflets or the newsletter telling everybody where this sex offender lives? I, I, I wouldn't be too hot on that at all. I know, though, with, with paedophilia and all that, that it's this uh, risk. What would they call recidivism? Oh, recidivism, you know, they, yes, of course, yeah. They, yeah, that they, 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 they just can't be cured, really. So, but I think, really, if, if like, say, in most areas now you have, you're supposed to have, anyway, a community guard. And a community guard should be very aware of if there is a sex offender in an area and, and should, they, they shouldn't be housed in an area where there's, Schools or children or whatever. But that's like every. That. But that's every area, Nola. There's a school and children I in know, every area. That's that is that's a problem. That's another problem. Yeah. But I, I, you see, there's a, there is the danger too that you have rumours of something. You might know the truth of something, and somebody say, "Oh, that person now was a paedophilia." It was, you know. Yeah, and, pedo, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah, and he and might he, he might not be. Of, he was up on some other charge. He might for, be. Yeah, and you don't really know the background of it, and then uh, it, because with even with the the pedo, like he he has relations, he has mm-hmm. friends, he has he, his family, and you know I don't know. It's it's a very in one sense you'd be saying that they should be locked up forever, and in another sense you have to you know take into account that. Every situation is different and some are a lot more dangerous than others. Do you know? Okay, well, let me give you an example. Uh, let, let's say in your locale area there, for example, your locale, that, you know, somebody says to you, oh, you see your man at number 27 there who only moved yeah, in recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a pedo. And you go, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you should be able to, just to clarify and to make sure it's not just some sort of gossip, idle gossip, do you think you should be able to go down to the local Garda station and say, listen, I want to know number 27 there, there's a bloke at the moving in, um, somebody that's telling me he's a pedo, can you tell me what he was charged with? Do you think you should be entitled to know that? Oh, God. 
And the guards would turn around and say, yeah, Nuala, you're 100% right, yeah, he was up on child porn charges or raping a 10-year-old or something. It's a simple well, question. You, be... you don't want to know. You don't. Sorry, sorry, John. Well, I said. I don't think I mean, I'm, you, you, I, you're right. You're right. You put, I think... you, you put the question to her. Yeah. Like, I mean, she either wants to know or don't know. Like, but I can't understand what she wouldn't want to know. Uh, yeah, would you? Well, want... I don't think I would. I don't think I would want to know. Uh, well, if I thought the person there was a lot of kids around or something like that, I would. I would think I should. Uh, mm. I should uh, check it out, but uh, otherwise, I think it's putting a big. But uh, we we'll say no. We'll say the person no that that would be living next door. Uh, would she not want to know if she had grandchildren calling that the person next door has a conviction? Surely, with a guy, if the person is living next door and she has young grandchildren coming, that she'd want to know that one hundred percent. Oh, yeah, I imagine that, all right. I don't have any children, like, so, I mean, there's no children around where I live, so I, I kind of, uh, yeah. you know, it doesn't... Well, but, yeah, but okay, but, here's, I but, but I suppose the real question is, should the guard be legally allowed, because they're not currently at the moment, should they legally be allowed to tell you? Well, if they think they that you have children uh, around and, mm. and visiting you, I think they sh maybe they should, Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, as I say, everybody, yeah, yeah. that's, that's See, just my feeling now. You, you, yeah. you, yeah. you mentioned uh, the, there was a judge mentioned there, no, about handing out sentences, right? Yeah. But you recall there, there was a judge also brought up, remember that, for having downloading stuff? Oh, and yeah. And he didn't do a day, day inside in jail. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that story, yeah. Yeah, and I... I well, and that, that, well, that was because seemingly the guards messed up at the time and the search warrant yeah. wasn't valid or something like that. Something That was Operation yeah, Amethyst shame, or something. Shame, yeah. and, shame and the girls, but you also... That was, a, that was the point. same operation at the time then uh, as your man, you know, the, the celebrity chef. Alan? Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Right. That's the point I was just going to get at. I mean, I was amazed that when that story broke with that so-called celebrity chef and the involvement there, right? I mean, of the person in the family, right? I said to myself, that business is destroyed. If that was in America, that business would be gone down the tide. But instead, it went from strength to strength. Mm, yeah, yeah. Amazing, that. Amazing. Yeah, it was. It was astonishing because they found, I mean, really bad stuff under the under the bed, seemingly, of in that particular house. Uh, there were printed uh, pictures and everything else. But that was an operation run by Angarda Shikana in Interpol, where they had uh, closed down some child porn website, and they basically had got all the credit card numbers of all the individuals at the time in relation to that, you know? But I mean, like, it's, it's amazing, like, I mean, that same guy, like, had his grandchildren come into the house, like, and look what he was doing, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And yep. yet again, he, just like the judge, I know, I know you said the gas messed up the thing with the judge, but again, he only got a slap on the wrist as well. Well, he got a, a large fine. He offered, he offered, didn't need to pay, you know, a large amount of money to charity or whatever it was at the time. And he got a, lar a large fine or, and a suspended sentence, sorry, I think. Or yeah, a suspended sentence is a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, let, me go, let me go to Bernie as well. Bernie, hi, how are you? I'm fine, Matt, how are you? Good. Bernie, uh, do you believe you should be a Nula, you know, kind of doesn't really know as such because I suppose it doesn't affect her as much because she doesn't have, there's no kids in the area, she doesn't have any kids herself. But, you know, she was saying, like, well, it depends on the situation. I understand what Nuala's saying. Like, you don't want a situation where people all turn into vigilantes either. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think we have a right to know as a community. Absolutely. Mm. Because um, it's not like an alcoholic that they can abstain from alcohol. This is someone with a deep psychological problem where they, they actually have sexual deviance. 
and you know they might go in and do their time in jail, or they might be you know you know do the do the, the required. They still they still haven't gone away from the fact they're still they're still sex offenders. They're still, they're still we don't know what they do. Like if someone came in from from somewhere and they had raped their wife and beaten her to a pulp or raped an old lady, done their time and they moved into a new community. What's that to stop them doing it again? Well, but there's nothing to stop them doing it again. They can do it again, but if they get caught, they go back to jail. I mean, I, I know John was talking about Judge... Uh, it was Brian Corton, actually, was the judge's name, if yeah, I remember right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and again, that was messed up by Angarda Shikhan because seemingly the, the search warrant wasn't relevant or whatever at the time. But, look, everybody knows, you know, he what he was accused of, downloading child porn images. Do you believe that you should be entitled to know if he's living near you? Well, I mean, you would now because his case was very public. But a lot of the cases are not public, Bernie. And the reason they're not public is because sometimes, let's say a guy, you know, rapes his daughter and she's 12 or 11 years of age. When the case comes to court, people are all anonymous. It's it's done what they call in camera because, That's because they don't want to identify the victim. They should identify the abuser, definitely. Hmm. Because, listen, the women who have been affected by this live with this every day for the rest of their lives. Yep. They can't get over it. They can never trust anyone again. They have to live with the consequences. So why should their lives be made hell for the rest of their lives for something they did nothing to happen to them? They didn't ask for this. To be left affected mentally and physically, maybe forever. And this man is allowed to get around and, you know, sow his oats again and, you know, all funky-dory. Like, no, I'm sorry. Like a woman who has been abused, sexually assaulted, raped... They live with that for the rest of their but, life. But there is, but there is, but there is no justice system that's going to give them justice. To be honest with you, because as you rightly said, particularly if if it's a you know paedophilia, if it's rape of a young child, they have to live with that for the rest of their lives. That's a life sentence. They're never going yeah. to give somebody a life sentence for committing those crimes. So they'll always get out of jail. But but but, but sorry, but why shouldn't we be known? Why don't we have a right to know what they've done? Well, it's wrong. Well, and, and you're right. And I, under, I understand why you feel like that. I understand why most people feel like that. But here's the thing: as I said, there are thousands of sex offenders, and even I'm just looking at a story here for the Sunday World. Like last year, eleven vicious killers were released from Irish jails last year. Eleven vicious killers. Leave aside sex offenders; they're even worse. They're killers. And do you know where they're living? I don't. Should that be published in the paper, like they're where they live? But why is this? Why this is why they're locked up for a reason? They killed somebody. Human life is sacred. Haven't we taught that from birth? You don't kill another person intentionally. You don't. That's the basic law of life. You don't kill another human being. Mm-hmm. And why are they? Why shouldn't we have a right to know where they are? And who's to say that they're cured by being in jail for twenty or thirty years and they're free and they're out now? Like, it's wrong. Why are we looking at them as, as saints and they've, they've been good boys now? Well, well, but, no, but nobody is. But the argument is that we're not looking at them as saints. They get their time. Now, whether you agree with the time they get or not is kind of irrelevant to some degree because that's the penal system and that's what we have. So let's take, go back to this email that I got in from the guy earlier on, right? Who says there's a, a sex offender living up the road from him. He doesn't know what he's guilty of, particularly. Well, actually, he did. He did a bit of research. He found out it was online porn, right? He had child porn images. Now, he wants to do a newsletter and give it to the whole neighbourhood. Now, your man is living yeah. there with his partner and his kid. So, is that the right thing I mean, to do? Well, I'm sorry. Yes, it is. 
I'm really sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, why should well, no, no, you're not disappointing me. I'm only asking. I couldn't care less about the guy, to be honest with you. But what I'm saying is, what's going to happen is, when you have that situation, you then have, you know, 50 people out of the community by the end of the week on a Friday night will be all outside his house with slogans, chanting, get out, get out, get out, get out. But they're only trying to protect their, their, their children mm. and their grandchildren. They're not there to go, oh, let's hear your side of the story. Yeah. You've done something that's gross. And you okay, so where, so, okay, so that's caravan. so that's great. So where so where does he then move with his wife and kid? Does he move to another neighborhood where the same thing can happen again and again and again? So but, uh, the problem but, is you know, these the thousands of people have to live somewhere. That's the problem. Yeah, but so what, 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 what does the society want to do? What do we want to do? Give them a bell and let them whistle it or give them a certain time to go into the shop so we are not, let them not live near a school or, you know, what do we put in place? Isolation, put them on an island? I don't know what the solution is, Niall. All I know is that mm. it's wrong to hide it. Mm. I think every community has a right to know um, because we have children and I am and, and the person who was abused by this person has to live with the consequences for the rest of their day. So why should that person have to live with it, male or female, have to live with a, a rape? Why have they to live with it for the rest of the day? And this guy is able to live his life and have his, his, his normal life, his best life, and no one knows about it. I'm really sorry, but it's part of what if you did that, you paid the time. So you believe, similar to America, we should have a law like Megan's law, where you should be entitled, yes. it should be public knowledge as to where they move to. Absolutely. I know they put up signs and they put up all sorts of stuff in America. I know yep. they have a completely different way of looking at things. But as, an, as a person here, you know, who has, you know, come very close a couple of times to being assaulted myself, I know for a fact that I live with it. I'm in my, I still live with it. And it happened in my 20s. I still live with the fear and the, I can still feel it. So why should the person who did that to me live scot-free? Well, let, let me just go to Jessica. Jessica's been waiting ages. Sorry, Jessica, I do apologise for keeping you waiting. Stay, no, you're grand. Stay there, Bernie, as well. Um, Jessica, do you believe that people should, should we know? Are you entitled to know who lives in your area if, they've, if they're a sex offender? 100%. I have no kids, I have no grandkids, but I have two nieces, and I tell you what, if anyone went near them, there would be hell to pay. I could agree. I would, I would absolutely I would, agree with you. I'd put I a bullet in their I head, would, personally. I would, no, no garden, no judge, no nothing would make sure that I would make their lives and live in hell. I would run them out of every single area because they don't, I'm sorry, I'm going to sound vulgar and all, but they don't even deserve to be breathing air. It's too good for them. And yet you have people wasting taxpayer money and time and space in a jail cell for not paying their TV license when a piece of shit like that should be sitting in there rotten. I'm sorry, I, I, I don't have time for those types of people. And do you know what's the kicker for me? So I've actually heard people, I've talked to people who said, oh, but people who, uh, who, who rape someone or sexually assault someone or even a pedophile, I've actually heard people say to me, they can change. I was like, no, they're not. They're pieces of shit and they deserve whatever they have coming to them. So you should have 100% the right to go down to the local guard station, stay here, see him in number 13. I want to know exactly what's up with him. You, you should, because it's your, it's your estate. And if you actually cared about your kids or your grandkids or whatever, you should, or even, not even your own kids, just kids in the neighbourhood in general, you would stand up to the guard and say, here, I want to know exactly what his, what his problem is, what's his record. And if he has even a hint of a sexual assault, want them out. I don't know where to put them if I had it my way. And this is why I couldn't be a judge. If I had it my way, I'd actually bring in a torture sentence. Not even death, just torture them. Yeah. I, 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 Jessica, I don't disagree with you. I genuinely, I would, I would actually give them a slow, painful death if they went near a child, right? Oh, and no, I, no, and no, I think no, everybody no, would no, agree no, with no, you. No, good for them. Just... He'd actually just make. Have you ever seen Law Abiding Citizens, Noel? Yes, yeah. You know that. You know that scene where he, where he gets the guy that killed his family and all, and he's 
he's like excruciating him and he's making it normal. He's like, you're going to be awake for everything, but you'll feel everything. Yeah. That's what I would do to them because that's what they deserve. And I don't know. If and and I, I look, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Barely, barely is agreeing with you. We're all agreeing. That's what they deserve. But that's yeah, not but, the, but that's not the real world, unfortunately, Jessica, because that's not what happens. What happens is they go into a courtroom, uh, you know, a judge, depending on the severity of the, of the crime, the judge will either give them a suspended sentence or put them in jail, incarcerate them for a period of time. When that happens, they come out, they go on the register of sex offenders and, you know, they move back into an area. And here's the thing. There are thousands of them around you, Jessica, right now, but you don't even know about it. So you just have that's to hope they don't reoffend. But it's laughable at the same time. It just shows that the system needs to change, and it needs to change big time. But how do you change that system? Because they have to live somewhere. So no matter well, where, and, some, and somebody said earlier on, well, you know, you don't want them living near a school or children, as Nuala said, and I understand why Nuala would say that. But every area in Ireland has school, a school and children. Every area. So where do you put them? Thousands I mean, of them. If I had it. If I had it my way, I'd make them walk the plank into the Liffey, and I can guarantee if there was a referendum on that tomorrow, I, I can guarantee it, there would be more than 50% to bring it and in. And I'm not going to disagree I, with I you. If you had a referendum tomorrow and said, should sex offenders have to walk the plank into the Liffey, we'd all vote yes. We would. Yeah, absolutely. But that's, but unfortunately, Jessica, that's not a, the type of society, the Western world, that's not what happens. In some countries in the world, that does happen, by the way. But in the Western world, that doesn't happen. They've now brought in, by the way, in uh, two states in America, in Florida, and Dakota, actually, they only brought in a bill there last week that paedophiles will get the death sentence. Good. Mm. Oh, I know. Many people agree, absolutely agree with it. I'm actually more concerned in Dakota about the nine local councillors that disagreed with it and voted no. I'm, I'm more concerned about them as to why you would vote no for you something know, they like need, that. They need checking as well. But look, yeah. you're going to put them anywhere. If they have to live somewhere, then just put just put them in the middle of nowhere. Make sure they're completely isolated. I'm sure there's just random fields that they can put in Ireland. I'm sure there's just a little field they can just live in a tent in for all their lives. There's a, there's a text in here. It says, hold on. They don't deserve a nice home, a nice warm home with a roof over the head. Okay, somebody just texted in and said, hold on a second. It's Jessica for real. She sounds sick and statistic. Uh, she would take pleasure in torturing a person and wants to inflict pain and murder. That's just as evil and sick. I'm sorry, if we're talking about pedophiles and sexual assaulters and rapers and murderers, then yeah, I'm sorry. And, and I, I know they say night for an eye makes the world blind. Well, if that's the case, then give me my guide dog then. Because mm. I would make sure that they would get everything they have coming to them. And that, per that person sounds like a little dude butter who probably thinks, oh, but they can change. Yeah. They can't. <laughs> yeah, they, they tend not to change, particularly pedos, by the way. They do reoffend, And I understand that. So, Jessica, you believe, just like Megan's Law, we should have a public list that should be available from Angarda Shikana of where they live? 100%. And like I said, if they have to live somewhere, just give them a tent and say, go to a random field. This is your little patch of grass for the rest of your life. Stay there for a second, Jessica and Bernie. Let me go to Breeda. Breeda, hi, how are you? Hi, hi, how are you? I'm good, Breeda. Breeda, is that acceptable, what Jessica said? Well, I, I think everybody would agree with Jessica in some sense, yeah. but it's not the real world, is it? No, but there should be a, there should be a law that you can you know if a paedophile has moved into your estate. I remember there was a guy who lived down, I live in a close on the very end house, and every time I came out with my lady when she was younger, He'd stand in there for some reason. And no matter where we ended up in the town, he was, be, he was there staring at her. And I just got, you know, you get that 
heebie-jeebie feeling. Yeah. So I went up and challenged him. And I tell you, he, he was gone out of the house within a day or so. Wasn't to be seen again. So there was something off. What did you say to him? I just said to him, I said, what are you fucking looking at my daughter all the time for? And I said, every time I turn around, you seem to be there. I said, it's gone beyond coincidence at this stage, which it had, you know. And I just said to him, I said, now I said, come out that door one more time when we're leaving the house. And I said, I'm going to get the guards. And I said, actually, no, I'll probably get her dad and that'll be worse for you. So I said, fuck off. And that was it. She was gone. And did you did you ever find out? By the way, did he have any convictions? Was he a no? I didn't because I, I didn't know who he. he came, it was during the summer, um, and yeah, it, it, normally the house is students in it, so they must have just decided to let it for the summer. Yeah, it's a long time ago now, but like, well, I, see, every ago. area has the creepy guy. Every area has the creepy guy. You know, or, or, or by the way, it could be the creepy woman too. Let's not be sexist about this. By the way, because oh, no, we're no, seeing no. a huge rise in the amount of women that are abusing children now. So okay. I mean. The, so, yeah, but, 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 and you can be sure, by the way, the creepy guy probably has offenses or has been oh, convicted. I'm sure he has. Oh, I, I just got the ick. And when I get the ick, I always follow my ick. And there was something off with this guy. Like, literally, we go down the town, and next thing you turn around, and he was there, standing looking at her. Like, hello. Do you, do you think, by the way, both of you, sorry, Bernie, just come back to you very quickly as well on this. Yeah. You know, those two states in America, Dakota and Florida, which have recently, uh, Ron DeSantis in Florida, and I can't remember who the governor in Dakota is, but they've recently brought a legislation that if you're caught, if you're a pedo, you're going to get the death penalty. Do, do you believe that's no, a good idea? No, no. I, I think what you should do is castrate them. I think that's, that's, castrate that's them. solves the problem. Castrate okay. them. That should be the law. Would that be, would that be enough, Bernie, just to castrate them? No, because those children are going to suffer for the rest of their day. And why should that man have a life who did that to somebody else? So the death that's penalty. That's my opinion. Yeah, that's it, fine by me. Yeah. See, and I'm not agreeing. I, I think it would be a, wor- a slow death for them if they couldn't, they couldn't get their urges anymore. That's what they live on. That's what they thrive on. Take that away and they have to walk around and never be able I to... Wouldn't trust- I, no, they do something else. Uh, that's the way I feel. I don't, and, that I, wouldn't, uh, uh, I don't want they them won't. breathing the same air as any person. I don't think it's right. That's yeah. my okay, opinion. But, that's why but, okay, but it's like like they'll get 95% right and 5% wrong. You know, like, castrate yeah. them at least, you know. But I mean, looking at the statistics, Brida, you know, I don't know how populated the area you live in is, right? But I, I, I know roughly where you is. I don't, I don't want to say it on the air, but I know roughly where you live, right? But it's a fairly populated area. It's part of Dublin, essentially, now, really, isn't it? Oh, stop, it is not. Oh, my God, it's there. Oh, <laughs> is it, well, they refer to them as satellite towns, don't they? Is that what they call them? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm very proud of the county I come from, so get lost now with your Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but okay, it's a very populated area, all right? Yes, yes. Primarily with people from Dublin, but it's a very populated no, area. No, no, it's such a bad <laughs> county, we all want to move out. Now you're on the back. I know, I'm on a losing <laughs> team here. Okay, but the, the point is, it's a very populated area. I could be absolutely 100% certain that there are hundreds of sex offenders living in your area. Oh, listen, and there's probably a wife beater, and there's a rapist, and there's probably somebody that has, you know, attacked people. I mean, I used to stand at the top of Grafton Street near Christmas, and you know the way, it'd be so busy you could hardly walk down it. And this is where my mind goes, and I'm looking at it going, well, there's definitely, there's one rapist, there's one wife beater, probably one husband beater, there's, you know, um, pedophile, there's, 
murderer. There's like, of course there is. Like, that goes without saying. But like, why should they live in my beautiful town, stop free, and have no... Yeah, but where are they all going to live? But here's, here's my problem. I know Bernie doesn't care. Let's just kill them all. But where are they all... <laughs> but where are they all going to... They have to live... That's just the way the justice is. They have to live somewhere. As, as the other lady said, put them out in the country in the middle of nowhere that there's no access to anything and make life really difficult for them. Okay, well, well, hang on. Let me just go to Jane as well. Jane, hi, how are you? Hi, Niall. How's it going? Good. Jane, do you believe there should be a public list available from a Garda Shea of people who are particularly, we're talking about sex offenders? Do you believe you should be entitled to know where they live? Absolutely. Okay. So now, at the end of the day, if I had my way, I'd put them all on a raft. Basically, put them out into the middle of the ocean and then just torpedo it. Right. Cheapers, we're all coming up with interesting ways of ridding ourselves of pedophiles and sex offenders today. Jessica wanted to give them a slow, painful, torturous death. You want to put them on a raft and blow them all up. I feel boring. I only want some castrate. <laughs> Bernie wants them sentenced to death. You you want them on a raft. But And, and by the way, I'm agreeing with y'all because no, people are appalled by people who commit sexual offences, Jane. I completely agree with you. But this we're, we're living in the real world. We're not going to put them on a raft and blow them all up. You know, as much as that sounds like a wonderful idea, we're not going to do that, Jane. So let's be realistic. No, uh, you, know, well, you can make a man-made island easily enough. China have done loads of those. You can make a man-made island and just shut them all out there. We we loads of islands yeah. out in the west that are not occupied. Put them out there. Spike no, Island or something. Yeah. No, no, no. You can put them. There. Sorry, Bernie. No, there's some beautiful islands, but don't destroy them because they're fantastic heritage centres if you went out to them. I've gone out to a few and they're they incredible. Some of, them, they're some, of them, but some of them nobody lives on them or goes out to them anyway. So that's I've been to some of the islands. I No, there people, all people, people, people live on those islands that we don't know about. Bernie, you can't have it every way. You can't have them living in the towns. Yeah, but why wouldn't they destroy an island? Okay, but, yeah, but, okay, but sorry, getting back to Jane. Jane, so should we, realistically, should we have a list a public list, because what would happen then is you would have vigilantes all over the country tracking them down and killing them. Well, you know, at the end of the day, they within a three-year capacity of their release, they will offend again. That's a statistic fact by the Central Statistics Office. A lot of so, them do re-offend, particularly paedophiles. Yes, yeah. they do. Yeah. So, I mean, like, why should a child have to be suffered... Why should a woman have to suffer or a young girl have to suffer for the rest of their lives just because these guys can't control themselves? It's a well-known fact that chemi- chemical castration uh, only works a certain degree. It still doesn't stop them from going online and trying to groom kids or, you know, looking at uh, porn sites and what have you oh, and no, downloading I'm images. Chemical, I'm not talking about chemical castration. She I'm wants to chop it off, off, like, yeah. Pull it off. Sorry, well, this, this, this is the thing. It's a mental thing with them. The, 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 you know, the, yeah, the they were still have a sexual attraction to children. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it still won't. It still be there. And at the end of the day, yeah. they're going to go and do it again somewhere. Some other poor child. Jane, there's a place in America. I watched a documentary on it, and it's for um, it's for pedophiles. They're actually all housed in one big jail together and they will never see the light of day. Yeah, they do it in France too. There's a place, a hospital in Lyon, I think, where they chemically castrate people and they keep them all there. It's like a kind of hospital, so to speak. 
Anyway, I watched a documentary about that too. I think I watched the same documentary you were watching, Brita. Thank you, Brita, Bernie and Jane. I appreciate it. Don't forget, by the way, if you want to support the show at any stage at all, you can go to our website. Thank you to all the people, by the way, who donated and who signed up to subscribe over the weekend. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, But we do need more. Uh, And I'll tell you why. One of our staff, um, he has decided... Uh, to come fully on board and give up his full-time day job, which we all have full-time day jobs. Um, and uh, he has decided to give up his, his job. Um, so um, now we really appreciate him doing that and we want to make sure that he's looked after for doing that. So please, please support us. Please support us. Um, you can go to our website, nileboylan.com. That's nileboylan.com. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.